It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Wendell Carter is coming back. He's all but confirmed it. What the Magic are getting back in Wendell Carter and how they did without him. Plus, the way the bench makes a difference. And my pitch to you to vote Paolo Bancaro. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don Magic today is or will be December 20th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross when I am the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Wendell Carter is set to return. Off the injury report, he's all but confirmed it. Wendell Carter will be back for the Orlando Magic tonight against the Miami Heat. We'll talk about what the Magic are getting back with Wendell Carter as well as how the Magic fared without him. We'll get to that, plus talk about the bench and Palo's All-Star candidacy coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. The Orlando Magic like to play coy with injury reports, as they always do. We were told at practice on Tuesday afternoon that Wendell Carter had gone through a little bit more in practice, taken a little bit more contact. We could still see his hand was his left hand, not his right hand. His left hand was still very clearly kind of wrapped up. Um, but we were told that he was inching closer, just doing a little bit more, and that, yes, Markel Fultz may have suffered a minor setback, um, that Wendell Carter was closer to returning than Markel Fultz was. Um, again, we could debate the Markel Fultz saying, look, I was at practice or at the end of practice. He was shooting around with Gary Harris and Goga Patadze. Did not look much worse for the wear. Whatever setback this is, honestly, that was probably just Jamal Mosley uh doing some wordplay, not quite ready to announce that the Magic would have Wendell Carter back on Wednesday, but didn't want to tell us that. But the news came down uh, later in the afternoon. Wendell Carter no longer on the Magic's injury report. Markel Fultz is out. Wendell Carter no longer on the injury report at his Boys to Men uh, Christmas party event. He spoke to Dan Savage of OrlandoMagic.com and all but confirmed that Wendell Carter will make his first appearance with the Orlando Magic of the season since November 2nd when he went up for that rebound, that critical rebound, in the win over the Utah Jazz. Now look, this is a big deal. Uh, Wendell has not had the greatest season so far, 
averaging just 9.4 points per game. That would be a career low if that persists. And 8.6 rebounds per game. Um, certainly a low for him since joining the Magic. Um, he's shooting just 57.1% from the line, a 43.3% effective field goal percentage. It was not a great start offensively for Wendell Carter, but that was also the first five games when nobody on the Magic seemed capable of making shots. What Wendell Carter brings to this team, though, immediately and, and almost certainly immediately is at least a threat of that shot. And, and look, he'll shoot better. He shot 52.5% from floor last year, 35.6% from three on 3.9 three-point attempts per game. He's a 31.3% on 3.2 attempts per game this year. He's going to be fine. We all know Wendell is steady, um, but really what he brings to this team is his defense. In those five games, extremely small sample size, so let's not read too much into it. Opponents were shooting just 13 for 33 at the rim against him. That's 39% uh, from, the, from the floor at the rim in these like supposedly easy shots. Wendell Carter is going to make a huge impact on this team defensively. And look, the Magic's defense at the beginning of the season was, was fantastic. Um, you know, let's not pretend, pretend that it wasn't just otherworldly at the start of the season. But even then, the Magic were better with Carter on the floor. Carter just made that team a better defensive team in, in so many ways. Orlando's defense is fine, Magic. You know, without without Carter, the Magic still have a defensive rating of 111.3 points per 100 possessions, the sixth best defensive rating since November 3rd. Um, it's not like the Magic were playing poorly defensively, but there was some key slipping. And, and look, again, Orlando's defense was fine. Goga Batadze especially has done a fantastic job defensively. He has been a great rim protector. He has been a great paint protector. He has been just solid, just gobbling up rebounds, blocking shots, just being active around the basket. Goga Batadze does a lot of the things the Magic need from, from this team. But from a raw number perspective on the numbers that really matter for this Magic team, there's been some slippage. The Magic are giving up 25 field goal attempts per game in the restricted area. Uh, at 65.8%, opponents shoot 16.9 attempts per game in the paint outside the restricted area at 44.1%. That is four the season before Carter's injury, that was just 23.8 field goal attempts per game in the restricted area, seventh in the league at 58%, second lowest in the league. In fact, the Magic overall are giving up 47.2 points in the paint per game. That's 11th in the league. Again, that's an area where the Magic want to be really good at. When I look at the when I get the box score, usually the first place I go to is points in the paint. I want to see how the Magic are scoring in the paint. I want to see how they're giving up in the paint. It's it's not necessarily about winning it. It's about dominating it. The four Carter's injury, they gave up 46 points in the paint per game. That was eighth in the league. Since Carter's injury, they've given up 48.2. Two points may not sound like a lot, but when we're talking averages, we're talking the difference between, between being among the elite teams in the league at eighth in the league to being middle of the pack at 13th. Um, you know, again, just 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 looking looking at that. Um, there's been some noticeable slipping. And and Carter, you know, but again, Batadze's done a great job. Do not take this as me knocking Goga Batadze and knocking the job that he's done. He has been excellent. He's stabilized this team. You know, he's not there to score points. The Magic have a 106.8 defensive rating with Batadze on the floor. Since November 3rd, since he entered the starting lineup, the Magic have a 107.4 defensive rating with a plus 9.9 net rating with Batadze on the floor. He is good defensively. 
That is the, that is the reason he is in the NBA. That is the reason why he is on this team. But again, with Carter, the Magic had a 101.6 defensive rating with Carter on the floor. And yes, those first five games, the Magic's defense was killer. They still It was still two, two points per one possessions better than their average at 103.6. Again, Batadze does a really good job. I have full trust in Goga Batadze to do the job. Wendell Carter's just going to be that much better. And again, look, Batadze giving up 54.2% shooting at the rim on 120 attempts. It's pretty robust. It's a pretty solid number uh, for rim protection, according to Second Spectrum. The Magic did the job defending the paint. Wendell Carter is just going to take him up another letter. It's going to make them that much better, just a little bit better. And they don't have to be much better. They just have to be a little bit better. Um, and that's going to make this defense better. I mean, we've noticed the defense slipping over the last few weeks. Certainly the threat that Wendell Carter can be offensively also adds something to this team. Um, no doubt about it. Look, Goga's been great. I, I don't want to cast aspersions on, on Goga Batadze. Everyone has done their jobs during this stretch of play. But Wendell Carter is that dude. Wendell Carter can step out and hit an 18-foot jumper very comfortably. He can be a playmaker from the high post and be a pivot and have guys run off him and make those passes. And Goga has been an excellent passer this year, but Wendell Carter is that dude. Um, this is a guy that is just a, an excellent screener, does not make some of the mistakes that, that Bataze can make sometimes, and is a factor on the offensive end. If there is a problem with the Magic's lineup right now, it's Anthony Black as a usage rate under 15%, and Goga Bataze's best offense is a putback on the offensive glass. Boston figured that out this weekend. We saw that play out, and that's... You know, that's a problem for this team to resolve and for this team to solve. This is a this is a big moment, no doubt, for the Orlando Magic to get start getting these players back and to start being at full health with how well they've started. We can fully expect this Magic team to play well. Carter defends the best players in this league really well. He guards Jokic well. He guards Embiid well. We'll see Embiid next week. This is a big, big, big return for Orlando. And Wendell Carter is going to make this team better. Um, we, we really can't say otherwise. The good news about bringing players back is it means their depth improves. Not that the Magic needed help with that. We'll dive into some of the numbers about the bench and where they struggled over the weekend. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first... It's time for quick work, my friends, over at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're preparing for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Players of the Week. We talked a little about Tari Eason last uh, yesterday. Let's give some love to Grayson Allen. The Phoenix Suns, the Magic will see them uh, on New Year's Eve. Grayson Allen is going to be relied upon heavily for this Suns team with Bradley Beal out, out again. Allen should see strong minutes and a nice increased usage role for the next few weeks. If you need that three-point shooter, he's going to get plenty of shots because Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are going to soak up that much more attention. On the Magic side of things, 
Obviously, injuries are going to throw this lineup into a little bit of whack. If you have Goga Batadze in your lineup on your fantasy team, now might be the time to shop him around. Now might be the time to put him on the waiver wire because unfortunately, I do think Goga Batadze is going to be the biggest casualty of Wendell Carter's return. I don't anticipate Batadze being part of the rotation. You know, spot minutes here and there, depending on when when they when it's needed. But I do anticipate Mo Wagner will maintain the backup center role. Gogo Batadze will go back to the bench. That's my free advice for you. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With more than 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. One of, uh, before we get into the bench, let me tell you a little bit about the Locked On uh, Sports Network's new 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Now let's get into the bench. One of my favorite topics. I love watching this bench group. The Magic have one of the best benches in the league, and it has truly made a difference for this team. Look, we all know this Magic team is offensively challenged. They're about league, they're a little bit below league average offensively, but we saw against Boston this weekend that, that this team still has some struggle scoring. That's why getting a Wendell Carter back who's a little bit more aggressive and assertive offensively, getting a um, getting a Markel Fultz back very soon. Magic are going to Washington soon. Markel does not want to miss the Magic's trip to D.C. He loves playing in the DMV. Um, getting those guys back is so critical to what this team ultimately wants to accomplish and what this team wants to do. And, and just being able to stay afloat, having five guys who have a mindset of scoring. And look, you know, Goga Batadze will score when he's open. He will get to the basket. He's going to clean up clean up and scavenge. I'm a scavenger. When I play pickup, I do not mind those points. They all count the same. Um, but you need guys that are going to be aggressive and be options that defenses have to respect. And, and that's one thing this bench group has seemingly been able to build. They're the second, the, 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 uh, in terms of points per game off the bench, the Magic are second in the league in score and bench scoring. Um, 45.1 points per game. They have an average plus minus of 1.2 points per game, plus 1.2 points per game. That's actually 11th in the league. So they do tend to give up a little bit of, little bit of points, um, at least combining plus minuses and, and whatnot. But um, generally, they're really good. If you look at the Magic's usual bench lineups, Cole Anthony, Gary Harris, Joe Ingles, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Wagner has a plus 10.6 net rating with a stellar 100, defense, 100 points per 100 possessions defensive rating in 71 minutes together. So we're still dealing mostly with some of these lineups with smaller sample sizes, but this is the, I think the third or fourth most used lineup for the Magic is this is this all bench group. 
take out Joe Ingles, who's a connector and a very good player, and put in Franz Wagner, that ups to 22.4 points per 100 possessions in 49 minutes. Again, defense is really strong. This bench group just seems to work, which is really what felt weird about this weekend. The Magic bench didn't do a good job. Um, They had, you know, they got outscored 47-33 in Friday's game. They were held to 31. They outscored Boston's bench 31-21 in Sunday's game. The bench struggling was a big part of the problem for the Magic. Over the year, Cole Anthony's averaging 14.8 points per game. He is among the fav- early favorites to win sixth man of the year. Mo Wagner is averaging 11.6 points per game. That's, what, 26.4 points per game? The duo combined for 31 points total over the weekend with Cole Anthony scoring 17 of those in Friday's game. The We talked, I know I have talked a lot, a lot about what is this team's formula to win? What do magic wins look like? And, you know, you look at it, it's okay. Strong defense, winning the paint. It's winning the free throw battle, getting to the line 30 times a game, something the magic also struggled with over the weekend against Boston. Um, it's getting to the foul line 30 times a game. It's limiting turnovers and it's winning the bench minutes, having your bench, having your bench provide an offensive lift to to, to give the rest of the group some energy. The magic had a really odd weekend because their starting group, which has been good. Don't get me wrong. The numbers say they've been good, um, but they haven't been dominant. And certainly the, the dominance has waned as things have gone on. It's, it's definitely time to get Wendell and Markel back in the lineup. Um, they need the injection. Um, but the starters in both Friday and Sunday's game handed the bench a lead in that second quarter, in that late first quarter. And in both instances, they dropped the ball. They struggled. And look, some of that is the weird matchup. Um, you know, some of that is Boston does a really good job staggering Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown so that one of those two guys is in uh, at, at all times. And that puts a lot of stress on, on a defense, especially a second unit defense, even one as good as Orlando's second unit defense. And so that was a, you know, winning those minutes and taking away that advantage. Hey, that's something the Magic are going to have to be wary about as they prepare for the playoffs. Again, we're always starting with, you know, we're, we're thinking about April. What does a playoff series look like for Magic? What does the playoff rotation look like for the Magic? You know, can they keep a 10-man rotation when they get to the postseason, or are they going to have to trim it to nine, maybe eight players? You know, like, look, I love Anthony Black. I think Anthony Black has been great. I think he has to play right now because he's played so well. His minutes are going to be limited in the playoffs. This this weekend showed he is not a playoff ready player. Um, he's got he's got to develop a shot um, or be a threat offensively to to be a playoff ready player. And I think a good chunk of the rest of the season is seeing if. He fits with that bench group, with that that bench lineup now to make an impact for the playoffs because his defense is too good to leave on the bench. He is too quality of a player to leave on the bench. Um, you know, Caleb Houston, there, he's getting some good run, but he's been a little inconsistent. You know, some nights he looks really good and, and, and takes advantage of those spot minutes. Other nights, it's a struggle for him. Um, the Magic have to start figuring out that play or have to start at least thinking and pondering what a playoff rotation, and there's still time to develop and grow. And we're starting to see some experimenting, you know, Boston allowed Orlando to try out a Paolo Franz, Jonathan Isaac lineup. They didn't work, um, but it allowed them to try it. And I think they'll continue to try that and find pockets to try that 
throughout the course of the season because that could be something they turn to in the playoffs. We're already thinking about April. But the magic depth is absolutely an advantage. The magic depth is, is absolutely something that this team and this group can build and grow on. And, and we fully expect the, the bench to win their minutes. We expect to look at the box score and see plus 12 for Cole Anthony, plus 14 for Mo Wagner, you know, see all those players in the plus column because when they're not, that's when you know the Magic have probably had a bad game. They probably had a poor game and they're probably in a little bit of trouble. That's, again, that's one of the things and that's one of the benchmarks that we have to check and I think the rest of the league knows it. The rest of the league is is not going to concede those bench minutes to the Magic when they can help it. And look, the Magic have proven already this year that they don't need their best to beat the Washingtons, you know, the, the, the bad teams in the league, the teams at the bottom of the standings. They can get away with a lot, even against a Toronto, a Chicago, maybe an Atlanta. We'll, we'll see. They can get away with a lot. They're good enough. But to be quality opponents, to be playoff caliber opponents, they're going to need their bench to deliver. And obviously that was something that was missing in Friday and Sunday's game in Boston. NBA All-Star voting has officially opened. It's time to make our case. Paolo Bancaro's All-Star campaign has begun. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Game Time. It is almost bowl season, or it is bowl season here in Central Florida, but it's almost time for the marquee events of December here in Central Florida. I am talking, of course, about the newly named Pop-Tarts Bowl, as well as the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. And if you want to see some of the best teams in college football, I mean, it, it is Iowa and Tennessee on New Year's Day. Um, NC State, Kansas State is going to be a lot of fun, but... If you want to see the best teams in college football here in Central Florida over at Camping World Stadium, game time is your ticket to the game. You should never have to worry when you're buying uh, you should never have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, view from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. It's where I go to buy tickets. If you have any problems, they solve them quickly. The tickets are delivered right to your phone digitally. You get everything you could possibly want. They really have every event. I'm starting to look at tickets to the Royal Rumble in St. Pete, in St. Pete hoping to find a good deal to see the Rumble. To see the Rumble, um, you know, we got we got some wrestling shows coming to town. AEW is going to be in town, but you're going to be at the Magic Sixers game anyway. If you want tickets to that game. Game time is the place you want to go. They're really obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. So even if you procrastinate like me, you can find tickets to the, to the game or the event that you want to go to. They also have exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means You'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. Down, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply. 
Create an account and redeem code Locked On NBA. That's L O C K E D O N N B A for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All-Star voting has officially opened uh, if you uh, if you care about the All-Star All-Star game. Um, we'll have a double vote day on December 25th. Uh, so vote, all votes count twice on this, on Christmas Day. So remember to vote. Um, you get one vote per day on the NBA app. Uh, I don't know if the rest of it is on NBA.com, but vote, 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 vote. Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner need your help to make their name to help their names just climb the list and just be in the conversation for all-star weekend. Now, look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the magic are going to send both players to all-star weekend or that either of them are going to start. Uh, I am once again, hoping to renew the tower beam Alliance with our friends uh, over in Sacramento with the Sacramento Kings, because all small markets have to stick together. If the thunder, I don't know if the thunder, if the thunder have a, uh, iconic part to their stadium. But if the Thunder want to join, uh, we will happily vote for Shea Gilgis-Alexander as well. Uh, I am all for small markets helping each other get all-star votes. Um, so Locked On Kings and Locked On Thunder, um, we're your guys. We're, we're in your corner. I will, I will, I will, I put my mouth money where my mouth is. I voted for DeMontis Sabonis and Darren Fox today, as well as my all-magic lineup for, uh, for my uh, other all-star, all-star votes for the day. But, um, let me make the case, you know, A, the Magic are winning. They're going to get an all-star. If the Magic stay fourth or fifth in the East, they are getting an all-star. The coaches will re- the coaches who vote on the reserves, they reward winning. They know who's good in the league. They know who what what's what. They're going to reward players on winning teams first. And so if Orlando is sitting at fourth or fifth in the East, and right now they're fourth, they play Miami, who's fifth tonight, potential playoff preview, I know we're all excited about that at the arena to arena to be named Wednesday morning. Um, we'll have coverage of that on, on Orlando magic daily. Um, um, yes, I know what the name is already. Um, but, uh, but, uh, if the magic stay in that playoff position, they're going, the, the, the coaches will give them one guy. And so it is, I would honestly say at this stage, a 75% chance barring injury, barring, extreme slump. It is fairly certain Paolo Bancaro will be playing in Indianapolis on Sunday uh, in February. He will be part of the Sunday game. Um, but, you know, it's, it is a team award. And, and, and you know, uh, 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 you know, one of the reporters at, at practice day is asking guys about, you know, Paolo getting a little bit of all-star buzz and, and what that means. And everyone said like, look, Paolo deserves it. He's a really good player. But it's really a statement about us as a team. It's really a statement of we are having the kind of season that deserves an all-star. 
Not that Paolo doesn't deserve it. He's averaging 26.2 points per game here in December. He's had a 40-point game. He just had a 36-point game. Um, he's His assists have increased to four and a half, so nearly four and a half per game. He's carrying a very large burden. His efficiency has improved. He's shooting about 48% from the floor. His efficiency has improved. He has taken some major steps forward to be in this position and to be you know, one of the players that we're all watching, that we're all looking out for, um, to be a player that gets double and triple teamed. Honestly, like Franz Wagner has very good numbers too. And obviously his, his shooting has been in a bit of a slump this year. Everyone knows how good Franz Wagner is. They're throwing double and triple teams at Paolo. Um, they know that Paolo is the dude. Um, but, you know, look, that's the numbers speak for themselves. In my opinion, the wrong numbers speak for themselves. And, there are a lot of great forwards in the East. Um, you know, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are going to be your starters uh, on the East. Uh, I don't think anyone can argue with those three. They've all had fantastic seasons. Julius Randle is going to get some get some publicity for for All Star starting because the Boston Celtics are such a good team. Kristaps Porzingis will almost certainly get uh, some 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 look at at being an All Star an All Star as well. Um, you know, Jared Allen now might get a good look too if he if the if he helps the Cavs stay afloat. Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler will absolutely be in the running for for an All Star game. Yes, Toronto fans, Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam are certainly having All Star caliber seasons. The team is struggling so much that I am still very skeptical that they will get All Star All Star bids. But especially since they're out of the playoff picture, but. Scotty Barnes has had a really nice bounce back season in his third year. He has been a do everything guy for them. They're ready to hand the keys to him, and and we can't argue with that. I can certainly I can certainly argue with Kevin Pelton on ESPN when he put Barnes in his starting group, which I think is a little ridiculous, um, and left Bancaro completely out. You know, again, I think I I think it's not just stats; it's your it's a team award too. Um, but all these guys are in the running. But like I said. It's as much a team award as anything else. The Magic have played well enough to earn an all-star. And Paolo Bancaro has played like an all-star. If he continues this toward run uh, that he's had in December through much of January, he will be an all-star. And it's not just his raw scoring numbers. He's not just some chucker. And I think that reputation from college has followed him. He is a playmaker. Yeah, he's turning the ball over too much because A, he's a 21-year-old facing double and triple teams every night. But B, he's also trying to pass. He is not just jacking up the first shot he gets. He works. Watch him play. He reads the defense. He reads where the doubles are coming from. And yeah, he gets caught sometimes because he's young. He doesn't know what doesn't know what's happening. And the magic spacing kind of sucks. Um, but he makes great plays. Paolo Bancaro is going to be an all-star. We will have this pot again when the returns come out. Paolo Bancaro is going to be an all-star this year, one way or another, um, uh, barring injury. Barring injury, Paolo Bancaro will be an all-star. And I'm just going to keep repeating it because he has been great. You know, we talked about it yesterday. He is doing things that no Magic player has really done since Tracy McGrady. Like Dwight Howard and Nikola Vucevic did, did some of this. I did this for sure. They're centers. They don't, they're not in the same category. You know, Aaron Gordon did some of the things that Paolo's doing, but not at his age and not with his consistency. Same with Victor Oladipo. You know, 
Aaron Aflalo was miscast as the leading scorer and carried that team as far as he could. Paolo Bancaro is doing Tracy McGrady level stuff and, 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 you know, not maybe that level a notch below because T-Mac was awesome. But the fact of the matter is Paolo Bancaro is going to be an all-star this year and it's going to be the first of many. So vote, get on that NBA app right now. If you, if you didn't vote already today, get on that NBA app right now, get Paolo some votes, make everyone know that it will not be surprising when he is named to the All-Star team because he is already at that level. And while he may not start and probably will not start, Paolo Bancaro is going to be an All-Star. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himbo, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun on podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. Relate something to Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We'll have complete coverage on orlandomagicdaily.com of the uh, Orlando Magic's new name to the arena. Yes, I am sitting here recording this at almost 11 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. I do know the name. I have seen photos. You're not, you're not going to feel any way about it. It's going to be okay. We'll all get through this. That will be announced Wednesday morning. We'll have complete coverage of that on orlandomagicdaily.com. Um, as well as coverage of the game as well. Again, follow us there on Twitter at OmagicDaily. Also, be sure to check out my Patreon page for exclusive and extra content on the Orlando Magic. You can check that out at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. And as always, thank you all again for your support. Don't forget to check out as well the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They're there covering t- the top sports stories of the day with the local experts like me, of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. That's good to it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.